Welcome to Put This On, Season 3, Episode 16, where we watched Churchill's Secret Agents, The New Recruits, Season 1, Episode 1. I'm Chris Lorenz. I'm Harrison Hoffman. Robert Kitts. Noah Singer. Former President Harry Trumax. <laughs> Ooh. How does that? Uh, whatever. It's World War II. It, it fits. Oh, okay. Whatever. Uh, Harrison, hit me with a description. In this history-steeped reality series, 14 contestants undergo the same rigorous selection process as Britain's top-secret World War II spies. Very short description from Netflix there. Oh, yeah. By the way, it's to Netflix, so... Uh, all right, before we get into any of this, would you recommend people watching this episode before listening to the pod? Or, you know... Uh, I mean, we don't do it. That We don't really do this, so... Uh, I don't know. Throw it a curveball. I mean, I don't know that's necessarily required to watch the episode to hear us talk about this one. You'll uh, probably be more entertained watching an hour of this than an hour of listening to us. <laughs> Max, that's not what you're <laughs> oh, supposed to man. say. <laughs> Max, uh, it's opposite day, or is it? <laughs> oh, such a. You need to say it's not opposite day. Right. It's not opposite day. Well, when you're at home, you can watch this. And when you're driving, you can listen to us. That's That's true. I think our podcast can be enjoyed in all manner of forms, Chris. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. I I would recommend it. You should watch it. Yeah. I don't know if you have to give your full attention, but we'll get into that. You you probably should. I've learned, actually, you may want to give your full attention when watching (laughs) this. (laughs) We'll get back to that. We're uh, going to swing back to that one. Rob, what is the show? So this show, which I think is kind of unique for at least what we've seen, is half a documentary about this program that went on in Britain during the Second World War to recruit people that could get airdropped into Europe to like do spy stuff behind the enemy lines. But to illustrate that, they also have 14 would-be social media influencers who are going through the same training they did back then so you have the reality show mirroring the historical information actually we have watched a show very similar to that called uh bromans <laughs> <laughs> yes this is just like bromans thank you max <laughs> oh, no it's oh, not man. like that such a faithful historical reenactment <laughs> bromans <laughs> doctore <laughs> would this show have been better with doctore yes <laughs> Uh, all right, <laughs> Noah. Yes, can sir. You give us the brief overview of this episode. This episode, uh, we meet everyone. It's the first episode, so it's a lot of laying the groundwork and the rules of how the show operates. So we meet the fourteen contestants, and we meet the three officers that are kind of the hosts. You're Jeff Probst of the show. Um, the chief host is a woman who was the highest-ranking officer in the British military, formerly, and she's now hosting the show. Uh, They refer to her as Mom, or Ma. uh, Hard to tell. Is Uh, that true? In the show, they did. I'm pretty sure they were just saying ma'am. I think it was M-U-M. Okay. The British version of ma'am. Got it. Mom. And so they kind of run the show, give out what the games are, um, we learn a little bit about everyone's personality, and then they go through certain um, obstacles, whether mental or physical, um, to see which of the 14 contestants will actually make it to the real training. 
So the first episode is kind of like a uh, weed out before they get into the real training, the um, SOE, which is this army unit that they had in World War II, um, would encounter. What does SOE stand for? Special Operations Executive. <laughs> Executive. Thank you. Like, are they people SOEs or like? I think it's. I think it's both. The executive is the like. The yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say the organization, but I was trying to make a joke and it just didn't come. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. The show. Is it just kind of it's so it starts out very documentary esque. They're like, yeah, there is this like World War Two bombs. <laughs> they're showing videos of bombs and like Churchill declaring this thing, this SOE, like des- describing what this SOE thing is for like the good like five, ten minutes before anyone actually really shows up. And then it's just like, yeah, we're putting these people through this random tests this whole episode. Well, I, I think it like stayed pretty faithful to, you know, sort of the setup of, hey, here's what the SOE recruits had to deal with. Now we're going to put these people through it. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's random tests because clearly it's. I mean, based I mean, like the SOE tests were also random. Like it was just testing a bunch of different miscellaneous things. So there's, you know, they're kind of all. It's a hodgepodge. Yeah, and it's like like it seemed like back in the day they basically turned this into like a program that they could just you could just take it and run it out of like wherever. So they had this whole like syllabus with like here's what all the different tests are and here's how you train the people and here's the stuff that you look for. Like they definitely really, they almost kind of like, like franchise this training program. Like it definitely yeah. seemed like the program was designed. So like uh, anyone could administer this test. Yeah. Like not anyone could pass the test. I mean, but like, like anyone could like administer to see if people would, win or not yeah and it totally makes sense with like how much they had to scale up their efforts here like they had to be able to do this kind of thing it's kind of cool yeah so the first test that we see is uh they're sitting in a room like a classroom and they're given like this map of a building and they're told hey you have 20 minutes examine this built this map of this building and then we're gonna ask you questions afterwards and the classic uh, ones uh, in the middle of this, like people barge in with like, you know, firing blanks and like run through the uh, the room. And then they ask questions, not about the building, but about this encounter that they like had in the room. And it was really funny because one guy like goes under the table immediately. <laughs> Mr. Paul Stone, who we we're oh, going to talk was, about oh, a bunch. Mr. Paul Stone? It was, it was Paul Stone. Stone. Uh, and he couldn't answer any of the questions because he was under the table. And then they like interview him about this, and it's like, yeah, it's a real shame I couldn't answer everything because <laughs> there I was under the table. Not a good look for Paul Stone. Not a great look. Uh, who is the black woman? Kamara. Kamara also did not do great on this test. No, she did not. No. I don't really remember exactly why. I just remember them talking about like. This is the one thing I really don't like about this is they showed all this and then they showed the judges talking about it. Like we just saw it. Like if you're gonna have the judges talk about it, have it them talk about it like I don't know what's a good way to do it, but either later or during instead of like afterwards, because we, we, we just saw it. 
I mean, the yeah. uh, other option is like is like the pickup artist where there's like a hidden camera situation and they're in some other room discussing it in real time. No, I, was, I mean, you don't have to do it like that conspicuous where you can have them up in the like P- PIP maybe like yeah. talking about, oh, yeah, she didn't do great. I like that they did that because they cleanly wrap up each game. And it made yeah. the show move fast. I feel like you can do this be- better by like, okay, you see like uh, Paul Stone do like do bad and then while the judges are talking you like picture and picture like other people and what their reactions are mm-hmm. instead of just being like oh we just saw that so now let's talk about it yeah 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 i was actually surprised we didn't see it have them talk about it and then we saw a replay <laughs> so i was actually pleasantly surprised <laughs> that it wasn't too repetitive yeah <laughs> yeah they didn't the normal reality show cliches that we see were definitely not there this was probably the biggest well, it's worth one. calling out that this is a british show it's a it's one of these fake netflix originals that was created by the bbc and then netflix paid to put it on netflix and slap netflix original on it 100 percent. um and so some of the british uh reality sensibility definitely comes out in the way they that they edit it i mean the yeah. like the pacing of the show is really good. Like they, they definitely cover a lot of ground in this episode. Like I mean, they're just they're running through these activities. They're really they're covering a lot of history. Like like there's definitely a point where we're like, are they actually going to eliminate anyone this episode? Because it seems like they got a lot to get through, and they they did it, and it ended with kicking kicking some people who couldn't cut it out, which we'll get to. Yeah, for a 45 minute show, like comparing a show that's supported by ad content. Versus a show that doesn't have to worry about it, like the pace is so much better, right? Of all they pack in, uh, you know, it, we had the same conclusion from Great British Baking Show, where mm-hmm. like it moves, and uh, they get a they get a full elimination every episode. Well, also documental, which also is not a oh man, British I should show. go watch is, some more documental. Is, is moving where this show is only five episodes, so like it's moving. There's like they're they're trying to make a point here. So like it's half a documentary. So like the only have the documentary like for as much as content they have for that. Plus this reality show is just kind of like a thrown in. I feel like as a is it to give an excuse for people to watch it, watch the documentary instead of actually watch the reality show. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I. I actually think this, I actually think it's kind of the opposite. I think that people get hooked on the reality show and they end up learning a bunch of stuff by accident. Like you highly overestimate <laughs> people, Chris. I just feel like you're not gonna have a season two of this. No, you definitely because so like, what's the point of getting people hooked on the reality show piece if you're not gonna be able to continue making money on more? Seasons of the reality show. Are, are you sure they're not going to do a season? Yeah, two? I think there could be a season two. It depends what actually happened to that unit. It would have to be about some other secret training program. All right, let's talk like... about this later. Let's talk about this later. Uh, let's yeah, we'll, go, we'll come back to that. Let's go to the next challenge, unless people have minutia about challenge one. There was some. There one. was some minutia. I think prior to challenge one. Yeah, yeah if you want to bring up minutia before challenge one. Yeah. So. They gather everyone in like one of the living rooms in his house. So they're staying in like a big mansion um, in Scotland. They gather everyone in the living room. There's like a pool table. And they say, you're on the show. Um, we're going to be watching you the whole time. Have fun. And they kind of put everyone on guard that they're not just watching them to pro- progress based on their abilities in the games. It's 24-7. We are monitoring you and judging you. Good, good, it's good like how reality shows should actually be. 
Yeah, but, but like that was just something like to clarify for people, right? So it's not just the games are being judged on. I, I I I did think that one of the weird things about that though is that we didn't really get a lot of big view into what they were doing when they weren't doing the challenges. Like I think I commented during the show, there's almost there, there's almost zero house drama, quote unquote house drama in this show. Yeah, the house um, drama that we see is like everyone just being like, yeah, we did really good. Like I can't believe <laughs> yeah. we did this. Like you did really good. Like complimenting other people and like just being really positive about this whole experience which is definitely something we don't normally see yeah what well, one other piece of minutia pre first challenge minutia like when it it should be said when like the show starts uh this show is a very different look visually from a lot of other reality shows that we watch all of the contestants of the show are all dressed up like they're in world war ii era so like the show looks really cool and like it, like they definitely like the costume works good I, I did like that they made them dress up in like 1940s clothes yeah to only have them change into uniforms when they got there yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, that was like a <laughs> nice little unnecessary touch i enjoyed but but it's still it's it's like it's night so it's 1940s style uniforms like i mean it's it yeah. it, it looks it kind of looks historical, even though it's modern. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It does kind of. I like watching people around with sorry, suits. Like everyone's just walking around in suits, and I, uh, I thought it looked nice that everyone was kind of dressed up. Oh, definitely the suits. Do okay. you, Do you think that the uh, period correct uh, fashion excuses Noah for thinking this was a full on documentary? <laughs> <laughs> no, should we talk I, about that? I, I did not think that. it was a full on documentary. I thought it was a historical reenactment rather than a reality like, okay. game show. Okay. And re- now actually watching an episode in full, I know what I actually did. So I was at home. My yeah. dad put this on. I think like the first five minutes Who I was like... put this on? Noah's dad. My dad. <laughs> <laughs> what I could tell, because I definitely didn't see all this content, I think I watched it for the first five minutes. Then like I went away for like 20 minutes. And then I came back when he built a boat. Okay. And so it was... <laughs> so you could see that... I, like. In that position, it's a little unclear. Like, is this a game show or reality or a reenactment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely yeah. felt like the first like 10, 15 minutes, I could definitely see you thinking this is more yeah. a documentary than a reality show. Yeah. But as it as it starts going, it's definitely more way more reality when they start judging people and putting like, yeah, this person's terrible, get them out of here. Like, and when they're doing stuff like that, it definitely makes it. And they're definitely not scripted. These aren't actors, so. Yep. Your situation is far more understandable now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so then the second challenge was... Uh, making I, making toys. Oh, it was making toys. That's right. They had like... Meccano. Shitty proto-connects. Yeah. And they had three... They were, they were given enough to make three different models. Some of that... One was really easy, and I guess... And they got progressively harder. Uh, the, the easiest one was like a little bench. The hardest one was like a little airplane. I don't remember what the middle one was. It was so a they, slide. A they, slide, they, that's yeah. right. They never showed anyone making the right. second one. Yeah, and they just showed one guy making the plane. Yeah. Because he was yeah. the only one that did it. The <laughs> maths major. The m- man with the most British name, Alistair Stone. Alistair Stanley. No, Stanley. Alistair yeah. Stanley. Stanley. Ah. Alistair Stanley is much more British than Alistair Stone. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the challenge that really got that black woman to like get off the show. <laughs> Kamara. I can never remember anyone's names. It's not. I keep thinking of just the car Camaro. <laughs> I keep thinking of the guy from Queer Eye. Yeah. I keep thinking of the word camera. <laughs> What's the name of the guy from Queer Eye again, Chris? I don't know. Isn't it, isn't it Camaro? 
Oh, it's Camaro with an O. Yeah. That's what it oh. is. Oh, that's why I'm thinking of the car, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot to talk about that challenge. There wasn't anything special about it. Well, th- yeah. they definitely used it to call out Alistair, that he leaps beyond everyone else as far as like engineering intellect. Uh, yeah. I mean, they called it out. I don't know if that's why they did the challenge. That's not, not why they did it. Well, why they didn't they... spend a lot of airtime on the challenge. Yeah. They were just like, it's not that interesting. Alistair killed it. Kamara didn't. Moving on. Mm. Right. Like what that's what, that's what the producers wanted to get out of it for the audience, right? It's like, hey, we're gonna start giving you some like identity traits of these people. Uh, and then the next challenge, trees. They, they were doing an obstacle course, right? Oh yeah, man. There were a lot of challenges. Yeah. So they're doing this obstacle course, which is they had to like walk across a log, go under some barbed wire, go over a wall. I think those are the only ones we saw. I think there was more to it, but we didn't really see it. Yeah. We saw them sort of like, like one that they're randomly running past some ropes and stuff. It wasn't really clear. Like the ones they focused on was the log. The Oh, there's one where they're like going through a hole in a wall too. Yeah. Yeah. There were three sets of walls. There was the log, there was yeah. the barbed wire, and then there were various climb over walls in different yeah. forms had, that end with literally just a 10 foot wall you had to climb over. Yeah. They'd like hop over like a little hole. And then they had to climb up a rope, right, uh, not, like a, a rope tic-tac-toe thing. Uh, <laughs> pretty standard army obstacle course. Pretty, yeah. pretty standard, it seems. Like the one guy didn't have like has a didn't have a leg, so he didn't do well, no he, no. He's a, <laughs> fake leg, so he's a fake leg. It's not the same as not having a leg. He didn't have a <laughs> he, leg. He wasn't hopping. You, yeah, down yeah. This if, if you don't have a leg, you generally get a fake one. Sure, but we should differentiate between hopping. my bad my bad he had a fake leg so he didn't do the log thing but he was able to go over the 10 foot wall which most people couldn't go over yeah which you know i thought that was pretty impressive uh and then there was uh is anyone else used like jeffries jeffries the five foot tall woman who's pretty good and she also managed to get over the wall uh, and then there was one woman that got kicked out because she didn't go under the barbed wire because she thought it was going to get caught in her hair. Which, that's legit. It's, I mean... But you're on this reality though? show. Yeah. Like, like, you should know you're getting kicked off, but it's also legit. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to do this. I she should she, she have made up some other excuse. There were a bunch of people that skipped obstacles. She could have made up a better excuse than I was worried it was going to get caught in my hair. I almost wonder if that was like a ill-timed joke. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, why didn't you do the barbed wire? Like, oh, you know, God, I might get my hair caught. And like, that wasn't actually her reason. And then yeah. the instructors could be like, she was worried about get, getting caught in her oh, hair. What? what is her deal? <laughs> she just didn't want to do it, essentially. I wonder if she had a different reason and just gave like a not a flippant response <laughs> that doomed her. <laughs> Pro, I mean, she do she was doomed. Uh, and then the next challenge was the trees. Trees, right? Yeah. The, so they, the rope thing. Yeah. yeah. So they hung like, I guess, two ropes between two trees, and you would hold on the top, and your feet would be on the bottom, and you'd go across. There was a low one and a high one. And I don't think anyone took the low one. They didn't show it. anyone taking the low one, yeah. but we don't know if anyone did or not. They, I feel like they would have showed it. Well, they uh, said in the show, like, 
So the whole thing is you get a choice between whether you're going to go across the low rope or the high rope, but like back in the day in the program, if, you, if anyone shows the low rope, you're auto-eliminated. To be fair, it's a low pair and a high pair. Sure, sure, sure. A, you know, yeah. for sure, the, sure. The, the the audio-visual thing. Yes. And they all had safety but harnesses, whereas like back in the day, they wouldn't have. Yeah, that's a key thing. Back in the day, when you're choosing, do you want to go over the low rope or the high rope? You got no safety harness. You go over that high rope, and you're like, you got to be you know pretty sure you're not going to fall off that rope. There's some real stakes. This is some Dark Knight Rises uh, challenge here yeah <laughs> yeah uh and they made a big deal about kamara uh not like having afraid of heights at some point and she does the top rope uh which well yeah she was some sort of big moment for her apparently. well she was super bad at the obstacle course and she kept talking about like she had to like jump off something that was like four feet tall oh, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. took her like a minute to psych herself up to do it and then so they're like Kamara, like if she can't get that top rope, like it's she's done. We just gotta like instantly boot her. But then she she did it, and then she like needed a moment after she was so like overwhelmed by herself. Yeah, uh, I think that's the only thing notable about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the last challenge was they split up into two groups, and they had to go all they had to go in the middle of a pond. I thought they all had to go to the middle of the pond as that they described and get some sort of thing that was in the middle and then come back. It was some sort of radio. Yeah, that that, they were, that part was a little unclear by the end. Mm-hmm, for <laughs> and, sure. And so like immediately in front of them there's just like some barrels and like barrels, some, like, rope and logs. And logs. So you like you imply that you're supposed to make some sort of raft. The, yeah. Uh and the first group Goes through, makes this raft, this, you know, I guess passable raft. It makes it like almost to the center thing. And then they all like somebody moves and they all fall in. It was very carefully balanced. Yeah. <laughs> and these <laughs> these people are taking forever because they've got like one paddle or, you know, they had two, but we only really see one. Just like slowly going to the middle of this pond. Yeah. I mean... Um, I couldn't believe that thing got as far as it did. When I when I looked at it, I'm like, there's no way that's going to fit six people on it. Seven. <laughs> Seven people. And that's what the instructors said, too. They were like, you know, in the end, they, they got pretty far. Even, yeah. though they didn't make, even though they ended up sinking and having to like swim back to shore. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the biggest difference between group one and group two is group one's leader yeah, actually took th- charge and, like, did, I guess, a decent job of making this yeah. makeshift it's like raft. It's interesting that they like one of the things they did is they picked someone to be the leader, and like it wasn't a choice amongst the team. They're, the instructors decided, and it was a test of that person that they had some questions about to see like how's their leadership skills. And the first guy, even though their boat sunk, they thought he did a good job of like taking charge and getting them organized. And then group two, while this is happening, is like discussing, oh, what happens if they like let us choose who the leader is? Who are we gonna choose? So they like choose some guy. I don't remember his name. The, Rob, the guy with uh, no leg. Okay. Rob? I think his name was Rob. Rob, Rob? Copley. Rob Copley. <laughs> it was not Rob, Rob. <laughs> That's someone else. Rob, Rob. <laughs> uh, so as they get out there, they choose some other woman to be the leader. And she just The instructors choose the, the other woman. The instructors choose another woman. And she just can't kind of take charge. Other people are like giving out ideas and like kind of taking charge. Well, I wonder how much their attempt to gain an advantage by pre-selecting their leader actually hurt them because Rob was definitely still trying to take some charge and throw some ideas out there. And would he have 
done that if they hadn't sort of pre-discussed that he was probably going to be the leader. I think it's reasonable for the leader to ask for ideas from everyone. Like, oh, what should we do? What do you think? And then, like, the leader is just the person that has to make pick the thing we're going to do. Yeah, that's true. Well, it was, it, it was weird because, like, Rob was the one who said to the group before the thing, it's like, hey... Like once we pick a leader, like everyone just has to listen to that person and just like be able to, to kind of take orders basically. And then immediately he just steps in and just starts ordering everyone around. Like Dude, that's leadership. <laughs> <laughs> that is leadership. Yeah. And then the one guy was like he ran around the whole pond and he found like some sort of pre made raft. Alistair Stanley. Alistair Stanley. The mathlete. Uh he's also the track guy. He was also some I think he yeah, he said he can run a mile and a half in six minutes and forty-five seconds. That sounds like he bullshit. said pretty fast. He said he could change and run a mile and a half in six forty-five, which I don't think he can. I don't think he can run a mile and a half in six forty-five. <laughs> period. I'm just like, is he factoring in the? G- that was one of the random questions they asked him. Yeah. I ha- I, that was part of my minutia. Uh, yeah, insanely fast. I mean, like that's you know, four, that's like fifteen miles per hour. That's like a four four minute something mile. Like that's real fast. Yeah. Like, I mean, people do it. People do it. Like actually, wait, that's a four minute th- four minute thirty second mile. Yeah. That seems way too fast for mile and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna judge the guy. I haven't seen him run. So. I mean, maybe he's a world class runner. Are you guys familiar with the beer run? No. You. Okay, so you do four <laughs> laps around a track, and every time you do a full lap, you just crush a new can of beer. Oh, boy. I've heard of it. And uh, somebody uh, broke the uh, five minute uh, barrier in like 2004 or something. And now it's like a whole thing to get some lower and lower times. So it's so it's a full it's a full mile, and you got to drink four beers? I think so, yeah. yeah. I don't know if four. I had a friend that. That was in some sort of running group, <laughs> running slash drinking group that would do that, like set that up. So a little internet corner. Okay. The fastest two miles ever ran. Yeah. Eight minutes, four seconds. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Dude, was it Alistair? Yeah, it must have <laughs> Yeah. The fastest mile is, is pretty steep. Uh, three minutes, 43 seconds. Yeah, so but like, that guy couldn't keep that pace for a mile and a half, though. That's the thing. Right. Like, that's why, like, there's a big step up in that eight minutes, four yeah. seconds for two miles. Seems unlikely that guy's an Olympic Unless runner. Unless that guy's on Team Great Britain for for long distance running. Yeah. That's going to come back and bite him in the ass, I think. Could be. All right, guys. All right. Off <laughs> of running. <laughs> I think we're done with this minutia. <laughs> uh, so they find this. So this is what we're kind of confused about. So they find this other raft. And they just go to the center and bring back the radio. But two of them did. Yeah, we were under the impression that everyone had to go out. So here's the thing: they the voiceover said something like, "I can't remember the exact wording." It was like they took turns and brought everything back. So I wonder if they didn't show it, but they actually like made all these different trips to get everyone out there and get everyone back and bring the radio back. And they just didn't show any of that. Cause they realized that it couldn't hold that enough people. I'm, I'm surprised that a, they didn't like time-lapse that. Yeah. I do, like if that was good, you don't even, you just need to show like one second of like, of like 10 shots in a row of just like different people on it. And then you're like, okay, they just took turns. And then so, but then they said sense. it. And, or like even a picture of all of them on, like in the middle and then like, all of them at the end in the store. Like, yeah, it's very weird. Cause like they said the rules, 
So they're like, wait, they didn't do any of that. They said the rules and they said something about the making turns, but didn't show any of it. It's very strange. So in the show, they explain that back in the day in the real training, they used to do this thing too, where they would hide the extra raft somewhere else and see if anybody was smart enough to find it. Like, do you think that's really what happened? Or do you think that somebody just fucked up and like left like left a raft there that they didn't find? No, this totally seems like the this is the real way to 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 win the challenge as you find the raft. Yeah. If it's all about enough. those mind games. Yeah. 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 It definitely seems like this is what they would do. <laughs> if not, that was a real, like, real well thought out thing to cover it up by them because, like, yeah. it totally <laughs> seems legit. For no, sure, for it sure, has to be. Sure. It was made out of the same material. Like, yeah. who's making rafts out of barrels? <laughs> <laughs> the, the day before, someone, a producer, was like, let me test this out. Yeah, it's like, 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 let's make sure you can actually make a Wait, raft out of this stuff. They needed stuff. a raft to get the stuff out to the middle in the first <laughs> place. <laughs> they had the raft for that. They're like, oh, no, we still have no, it in the water. still there. <laughs> Quick, uh, gloss over the rest of the part of this challenge. <laughs> gloss over the historical record of how this <laughs> challenge works. <laughs> And then, like, after this challenge, they just kind of put everyone back in the classroom and then select 10 people. Well, so they, something that I was interesting was that they asked them all to sort of pick, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about pick this. two people that you'd want to go, like, into battle with, pick someone you could make your leader, and pick the person you would leave behind. And then they have to stand up and tell the class which one they picked for all of them, which is pretty intense. Yeah. You think they did that back in the day? Oh, 100%. Hell yeah. What, yeah. Like, how are you going to, like, make these people work together with people that are like, yeah, I don't want to, like, I want to leave you behind, Rob, and then force you to work with me? That's, like, there's that's, no way. That's part of the challenge. You got to <laughs> you gotta be able to suck that up. And if you can't, you get cut. Yeah. Yeah, they had that doctor on the show uh, who was the leading historian of the SOE to make sure they did everything properly. <laughs> Dr. Pepper? Dr. Pep. <laughs> Gotta uh, trust the process. I, I trust believe the so. process, Noah. I believe so. You know, I, I, was, I was getting some very moldy vibes from mm. this whole show, and especially in this part at the end where they're having to write like who their favorite and least favorite people are. They, like, they definitely do that kind of stuff in the mole. Yeah. Um, yeah, some young Vanderbilt action. Yeah, a little young Vanderbilt. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't surprise as we didn't really talk about. We got, I mean, we got to get back to talk about Paul Stone yeah, a little I was bit. Just <laughs> talking about Paul Stone. This is what I was trying to get yeah. to, but I couldn't remember his name. Is Paul Stone is pretty much not in any of these challenges because he got a migraine. <laughs> <laughs> He's in some of them. That's like, I couldn't remember which he was in, which he wasn't. He was in. The I think he was in the raft challenge. He was not in the raft challenge. He was not in the raft no, challenge. I don't think so. He was okay. not in the raft challenge. You could definitely <laughs> tell from the beginning that he was not cut out for the show. Like, his 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 title is listed as entertainer. It's yeah. the first thing that you see, you're like, okay. And then the first testimonial with him, he's like, yeah, I was in the bus on the way here, and the two guys on either side of me were both insane army dudes, and I have no idea what's going on here. Uh, and then it just continues. like He's freaked out by the gunfire. He's hiding like, under the desk. hiding under the desk. And then he keeps missing things because he got all these migraines. <laughs> the migraines. I think he misses like the second half of the day, which yeah. was, you know, I think he makes it through the like building tool set thing, and like that's it. 
Oh man, I don't think he was in anything after that. I thought he was in the rap anyway. Um, but like, <laughs> it's like he's got the first migraine, and the guy's just like, "Does this happen a lot?" He's like, "No, no, it hasn't happened as much lately. Like, I think this is the first one in three years. It's just a little terrible timing." And then they talk that he's got a second one later. It's like, "Oh, Paul, he's having a time." So he missed the thing to call out who you'd keep and who you'd leave behind because he was in his bed having a migraine. So he was just the obvious one to just be like, "Yeah, I wouldn't take yeah. him." So it was like. And so a lot of people said Paul Stone and a lot of people said Kamara or the two who got a lot of their, uh, their good luck being left behind. Yeah. Uh, one person did say uh, Dan. Dan. Dan Dewhurst. Dewhurst. He was like the leader and like one of the top candidates. He was like really full of himself. He just did <laughs> not like that he was he would be left behind. Yeah, he was he did not take kindly to that. But that's the thing, like the the leaders are super concerned that he's like a guy with too much personality. So that's why they gave him the leadership challenge. They're like, Oh, he actually did pretty good with it. Well, on on, on the question where they had to write down who oh, they yes. take to be their, their leader on a mission, he said, Myself. <laughs> so such a move. That's a real power move right there. <laughs> I feel like I that think disqualifies you. I think that sums him up perfectly. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> this is like, like the, 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 it's like the, you know, the leadership team could have been like, yeah, this guy's got to go for doing that. But they're like, oh, well, maybe he, he, he's got to back it up. In 1940, he's done. I think in 1940, they're like, yeah. This dude's in the actual army and he's out of this program. <laughs> like he, he's not like, there's no way you drop him in Poland and be like, yeah, not have that English accent and like, you know, try to blend in. He's not blending in anywhere. <laughs> I think well, he that's needs, what the person said. Yeah. Like you want people with extreme talents, right? Or extreme skills. No, you want somebody to be able to like go in, blend in, and like coerce people and like recruit people. You're assuming every mission is the same. Like I'm saying, there's probably an array of missions that uh, array of missions that need different skill sets. And because he seems extreme on like affability and being loud, he might be useful in some of the things they need to do. They need to cause a distraction somewhere. He's, yeah, like he's the guy who like goes in the bar and chats someone up and like and like pickpockets them or something like that. Bingo. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I still, I still think he should just be fine in like the regular army. He doesn't need to be in the special program. Man, it's special program. Well, yeah. we're gonna see if he makes the cut. He might not make it. Uh, he made the cut for week one, though. He did. He did. Uh, yeah. I was surprised they cut four people. I thought they were just gonna cut Kamara and Paul Stone and call it a day, be like <laughs> easy first round. But no, they. Uh, well, the thing is, this isn't like a traditional reality show. So it's like, not American. Do you, so, do you think that they had like a number of people they wanted to cut? Didn't seem like yeah. it. Yeah. You think they wanted to cut four people? It's a nice even number. I'm gonna say yeah. So you think they cut three? You're like, oh, they didn't have. If they cut three, I'd be like, what the fuck's going on? Well, they have Eleven <laughs> people going forward. But I mean, it's not uh, unreasonable. The, the way they set up the premise of the SOE, it wasn't that they needed to fill a quota. It was who's qualified, and it'll take whoever's qualified. But this. In the back in the day in 1940, I'm sure they were taking whoever's qualified. If you're setting up a reality TV show and you've got challenges set up for the next day that you planned for 10 people, you might be like, let's just keep 10 people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you like put them through, you're like, man, there's only two people that are qualified. We got no show if that's the case. Put through 10 people. Like, you know, it, yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they definitely, so like back in the day, they wouldn't have picked ex army people to be in this program. Where it's like there's definitely ex army people. Maybe they will. I don't know how it works. 
you're well, the army's army, fighting you're just in the army yeah, at this point. You'd be a current army person. But maybe if you're like, I'm in the current army, but I want to apply for this like special thing, if you're good enough, they're like, sure. Upgrade. The way they made this yeah. documentary made it seem like this is definitely like a side project of Churchill's that no one thinks going to go anywhere. Like the Navy's like, yeah, we're not going to give you any. Re- like we don't have time for this shit. We've, we're fighting the Germans here. I don't know what you're doing, but yeah, the Navy time for this. leadership wasn't part of it. But like some random person in the Navy, maybe you could apply for this. I don't know. That doesn't matter. Let's build a time machine and go find out. One uh, minutia thing about the show, very different than reality shows. There's no suspense music. Hmm, yeah. I didn't notice that, but... There's no gong. It. Yeah, there's, you know, <laughs> when like, they're about to say the name, like the... You know, like yeah. the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, they didn't even like announce names of people leaving. They're just like, they read off names, and like, you people go with this person, and then there's Forstal Signal, like, you guys are cut. <laughs> See ya. Very military. And everyone skin. was so happy. Like they got cut, and they're like, "Yeah, I had a fun time." Kind of a like I'm upset, but I, you know. Paul Stone said he is aching. He's <laughs> had two migraines. Migraines, terrible, and it was the best time of his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My God. What has that guy's life been like? Do you think that Paul Stone is related to Bachelor superstar <laughs> Jack Stone? I really hope so. <laughs> Are they like distant cousins or are they like twins separated at birth? <laughs> oh, I hope twins separated at birth. One group in America, one group in the UK. Anybody want to join my Migos cover bands, Migraines? <laughs> <laughs> so they kick off four people, three of them women. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of male, fo- there's a lot of women in the show, but they focus a lot on the men. And then very negatively on the women most of the time. Except Jeffries. Jeffries, they gave a lot of props to. Yeah. yeah. And then they but like Debbie. Uh, they don't really give her a lot of attention. She's the older woman, and she went on. Oh, yeah. No, she's pa- Padwaz or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Persian-sounding name. Yeah, exactly. The one who voted for um, the loud guy to be kicked yep. off. Yeah, I guess just recap in case it wasn't clear. They kicked off Kamara. They kicked off Paul Stone. They kicked off the lady that didn't want to get her hair messed up in barbed wire, and they kicked off the woman who was the leader for the right. second rafts. W R I G H T. Right. But which was the only team that successfully completed the mission? Ironic. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand why she was kicked off. Like, I can understand not being that great of a leader. But, but this is, I think the two people they picked for the leadership things are things that they had questions about them and wanted to sort of put them through this extra test. And so it, I think it was a sign she was on the bubble. And when she didn't do a good job of the leadership, and they're like, all right, that's, that's it. I think they just needed to kick four people off and they needed to send this the fourth person. Might have been that. Uh, so do you think back in the day for this program, there was only these like four? four or five tests and that was it we said it's a four day ordeal so i think there's more to come well no these people are now supposedly qualified now they're gonna go train well they're gonna kick people off at various steps yeah i'm sure like the show's gonna kick people i bet the first four day training was more than we saw well this is just but we also don't know if we saw everything they did yeah they didn't actually they didn't say that like, they said it was four days, and, like, compared to what we talk about, well, how much you could film in a reality show, like, you didn't need to take four days to do that. So they could have done more things, 
Or maybe it didn't actually take four days. You know? It seemed like all of this happened in one day. Could have been. Right? Yeah. yeah. How did Paul Stone have two separate migraines if it was all in one day? Because <laughs> <laughs> there was a migraine oh, for this one and there was a migraine for the next like thing. I think it may have been two days. I don't know why I think that, but yeah. I mean, why have that big mansion if you're not going to well, have them stay? They uh, showed them like having breakfast one day, so it's definitely in a two-day situation, I think. And this thing's moving for a two-day like yeah. ordeal. Do you think people are just too like tired after doing like the obstacle course? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it does take quite a bit of time for 14 people to go through an obstacle course. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is, do you think you would have done well on this? Harrison? Uh, yeah, I think I would have done pretty well in this. Like, I think that the kinds of things that, that they did in the first episode, I'd probably be pretty good at. Like, I don't think that I'm a good long-term candidate because I don't think I'm, like, deceptive enough to be a spy. But I think that I, could, I probably could have done well in the, on the first stuff. There is one minutia thing we didn't really talk about, is at some point they were given an interview and they were, like, asked, like, oh, would yeah. you be able to murder someone? And I don't know if they said murder, but <laughs> they said kill. kill. Yeah, sorry. If Not murder, if you saw there was some uh, sort of warehouse or something, and there was a local gendarme guarding it, would you kill them? <laughs> so good, Harrison. What's what's your answer? Oh uh, boy, uh, that's, that's probably gonna be a no for me. But there were some people on the show that said yes. Like if you were, if you were on the show, would you say no or yes? Oh, like man. clearly, the answer is no. It's probably it's probably still no on the show. So like they're just gonna kick you out. I I don't think they don't kick out everybody who said no. Alistair Stanley said no. Like like Noah said, variety of different things <laughs> that you could be doing in this in uh, this. You're spy definitely agency. gonna have to no, kill no. people. This is the thing, Chris. Like Alistair Stanley rolls in day one. He's like, no, I won't kill someone. But he's got all these skills. And then you're like, okay, this guy's great. We just have to break him down until he's ready to kill. <laughs> I guess and then you, you make that happen. But then Jeffrey is just like, oh, people might not I think this is bad, but yes, 100%. I mean, <laughs> without <it's>, hesitation. <laughs> it gets, it gets kind of weird because, like, me going on the reality show and the masking me, if I would kill somebody in some military operation, like, I would say no. But, like, if you are in the 1940s and like the Germans are bombing London and you're going there to this program, like, you know, maybe the situation is a little bit different. Like, I feel like the right answer is like, no, but I feel like if I trained, I could instead of just being like a flat no or yes. Cause like, I think potentially yes, but like t if I had to do that right now, no, like there's no, I've not no training, not mentally, not physically to be able to murder like kill anyone. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. Yeah. Like, good job, Chris. You passed. There's a lot more mentality, I think, than physicalness to that kind of question. Oh yeah, like, to be able to do something like that. No question. Yeah, Rob, do you think you would pass this? I'm I'm not good enough shape. I would the physical stuff would get me. I don't think they really did anything about all that physical. I'm definitely not getting over that wall. Yeah, but like yeah, but not everyone, half the people. No one made it over the wall. Like not three, no one did. Three people made it over the wall. You wouldn't shine there, but like they kept saying, "Hey, everybody had enough points," and then they just did yeah, the wall. You only anyway. needed to get out through like four of the obstacles. Can you <laughs> crawl under barbed wire? You could definitely get that. Though. What about my yeah. hair? Well, <laughs> I, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Rob, Noah, or Max, Noah. 
Uh, I'd probably do okay on everything except the physical. Yeah. Noah, you got an answer for us? I feel like I would do well except on the um, mechanical one. The mm. building the bench thing. Mm. Tough one. Yeah, that one, unsure about. Would you hide under your desk when the gunman ran in? No, I could try to tackle the gunman. Ooh. <laughs> it, seems like, it seems like this is about to be a really great recurring thing in the show. Like, has it happened again at the end of the show? That like, it's such a great that that's what they left us on. Just like, a, like it. So they already had this experience in the classroom where these dudes ran in with fire and blanks, and then at the very end of the show, it seems like all right, it's time to start your real training. Another couple of guys come in and just fire and assault <laughs> rifles at him. But this like, time it's from behind, like they're standing in a line yeah. facing the instructor. Then suddenly from behind, people are just firing machine guns. Like, them with no these warning. people are going to be so on edge <laughs> the whole time they're there. Yep. Oh, it's great. That yeah. might be our photo. <laughs> I I do think that that would be my weakest that memory part in the beginning. Hmm. I think I don't think I would have done great on that. Yeah, that that's easy to I can see it screwing up. Yeah. Uh, Harrison. Yeah. You got my you got your ranking. Uh, yeah. So, I think that this is a top third show for me. I mean, I'm probably. I mean, this is you said it's only five episode season. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna go watch the rest of this on Netflix. Like, I think that the the history is is definitely interesting, and it kind of adds. Uh, another layer to it that we don't usually get with a lot of these reality shows. The history is really good. Uh, the actual reality competition is pretty good. I think that one thing that I'm a little bit unsure about, we haven't talked about yet, I don't know what the stakes are. There are no stakes. So that's kind of, that gets a little bit weird on the motivation for some of these people, especially as this competition gets a little bit harder. Uh, but, you know, it, top third. It's. I mean, we can get into that before other people's rankings. It's like, you're right. There are no stakes. It definitely seems like people are just like lollygagging and like just like, oh, we're here to have fun. And like, there's whereas like other reality shows, there's like money involved. So like they actually really seems, try really hard. It seems like people are taking it seriously, but they're not getting competitive with each other yet. I think. I don't like. There's definitely people where I, they're definitely taking it seriously, and then there's other people where I'm like. Yeah, they're out, you know, out on a Sunday picnic, it seems. Sure, sure. Most of those people got kicked off, so presumably the next batch of people are, like, definitely more intense. But yeah. Uh, gotta know what the stakes are, though. Rob, what do you got for me? I think this is an easy top third. This was I liked the documentary part of it. I liked the reality part of it. I'm definitely interested to see what happens to some of the people going forward. I want to see more... F- being surprised with gunfire it's just it's great is this top of the top maybe we got one top of the top last week I, I heard insanity. it was it was insanity <laughs> max what possibly you got? unprecedented <laughs> max what do you got for me uh top third show bottom of the top uh i think the subject matter is really cool uh one of my favorite World War II, like, things is an SOE operation. Uh, but it doesn't really grab me as a, like, challenge show. It's not supposed to be. It, it, I'm just saying, like, it doesn't grab me. I don't need to watch the rest. I'd rather go watch something on, like, History Channel. But, like, good History Channel. Not bad. What History Channel? <laughs> the one that... Like, circa 2004. <laughs> like, the aliens? World War II channel. <laughs> Ancient Aliens? Uh, Noah, 
give us give me a ranking. Easy top third. Uh, middle bottom of the top, you know, but easy middle bottom of the top. <laughs> oh <laughs> no. Okay. You you're gonna have to you're gonna have to choose one. <laughs> bottom. Okay. Bottom of the top third. Uh <laughs> Sorry. The nine point scale is expanding. <laughs> the 18 we went point. 81 point scale now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but the hesitation I have about the show, it is filmed like a documentary, which makes it kind of dry. And so it's dependent on being really fast, uh, which they done well in episode one. But if that starts to lag, they got to use some American reality TV show tactics to keep people engaged. All right. There's in so much other like media about people going through like basic training or like training for the military. Like there's so much about it that is like the interaction between like the people who are going through the training and the bonds that they like form and the fights that they have. And like not seeing a lot of that in the show yet. Like I feel like that's kind of an, I don't want to say that that's just bringing house drama into this, but like I think that you need to have some of those relationships um, for it to work a little bit better. I just don't think it's that long. Like yeah. I think this is like filmed at max over a week, <laughs> so like they're gonna make some bonds, but not in like the first like day or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe as the show goes on. Yeah, yeah. yeah th- there's no ham. <laughs> very little ham. Uh, I feel very similar to last week for this week, like. I really enjoyed the show, but I also like kind of wanted to go on my phone for some of it. Like it was entertaining, but not that entertaining. Uh, and I kind of want to put it in the middle third, but I do think I'll put it in the same spot as last week, bottom of the top, because I, I I do think that it's there's only five episodes. It's gonna keep moving, and there's more to it, and. I would definitely pop it on while I'm doing something else for sure. Unlike last week where I don't think I would really pop that on again. Yeah. There you go, guys. Unanimous again. I know. It's crazy. Killing it. Spend too much time watching reality shows together. <laughs> <laughs> so a topic that we brought up last week, I wanted to get <laughs> Rob and Max's opinions Hit me. on since okay. they weren't in. Do you think you guys didn't watch the deadliest catch? Is it like real tough for Max to answer this without having seen the show or listened to the podcast? But uh, just hit me. The question is: Is the deadliest catch a reality show or not? Is it? A, I say it's a documentary and not a reality show, but I was outvoted. Well, okay. Here's the thing: Did the producers sort of set up the stage? No, that's what I'm saying. All these people are going out boating regard they're going to go crabbing regardless. I'm not sure it's regardless. I think 90% of the people like, doing this are going out because that's what they were going to do anyway. That captain by far hasn't like enough money right now unless he's making that reality money and that's like sure, Sig Hansen the like the top guy on the show sure, he might not be doing it. But just because he's on the show, he'll he'll keep going out. Sure. Long story. Does that sh- make it not a documentary? Chris, nobody can answer this. It's up. Just, it's left to the viewer as an observation. Podcast. We are. We are not a documentary podcast. Yeah. So that that's why it's 
somewhat into question. Like, who cares if you're watching a reality show or a documentary? Is documental a reality show? Yes. 100%. Because the producers set that up. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's why I say it's not. Rob? So I took some time to think about this. I have a couple things to bring up. So first is I have a want to first answer with a Westworld reference. (laughs) So in season one, do you remember what Angela says when William asks her, are you real? If you can't tell, does it matter? Yeah. So it's like, why is it important if it's a documentary or not? What? It's not important. <laughs> That's why I kept trying to move on from it. I was just I know, you're the one who's definitely not moving on from it. <laughs> I was curious. I wanted to broach it as a topic. Because like we've talked about like we don't want to do game shows. But I think part of that is that game shows aren't interesting to talk about. It's like these are the rules of the game show. And then like the game shows just because there's just like different people watch them do the thing. Um but you know, so then my second thing to bring up was, you know, we like, talked about like documentary versus reality show and like is it more for entertainment is it more for something to set up and i thought about have you seen the jinx yeah so the jinx is definitely entertaining and it definitely has things that were much more like set up by like the way the proof set it up than just a documentary but i think it's definitely a documentary and if it's not, we got to do the jinx. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I'm <laughs> You're opening us up to like longer form. Like the reason why we don't do documentaries generally is because they're just like generally movies. Right. They're generally only like two we, hours long. We've done movies. Just saying. <laughs> done Multiple movies. A couple movies. Uh, and I'm just like, there's not that many long form documentaries that are like close enough to a reality show. Is serial a reality show? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't know what I just no, so like, definitely not. The reason it comes up is because the reality show definition that I've been using is as long as the producers have to be setting up the situations and have involvement in the show. So the producers aren't setting up these crab, like these crabbing vessels. They have nothing to do with them. They're just, you know putting cameras on them and paying them to be on the show. Chris, I'm going to be brutal right here. Do you care? I have the exact same question. Apparently Why do we care? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that we don't have a definition of reality sh- reality TV for the podcast. You got to stop questioning the nature yep. of your reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a hard question for sure. Like we have the same thing with like finding Bigfoot was it a reality show because it seems like it's real fake. <laughs> That's in the other direction. The producers yeah. have set it up too much. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> I don't think they were writing lines for them. So like, <laughs> I think that once they get start like written lines, I think that you, you too far. Yeah. So they, like, yeah. So then you get into like siesta key territory. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have the other spectrum, right? Like, so you have documentary on one side, reality in the middle and then produced. On the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. You get like Guna Beach and the hills and stuff. Yeah. So I, th- mm-hmm. I think the way I would sum it up is that it's not a line, it's a spectrum. And so you can be, I'm in the documentary reality side of things and it's kind of unclear. That's fine. And that's how I would wrap yeah. it up. All right. I like yeah. it. It's not black and white. <laughs> Harrison, yes. hit me. 
Hit, hit it. Give it to me. Oh, boy. Should we talk about the challenge? I mean, what else do we talk about on this show? Are you caught up with the challenge? I am caught up. You're caught up with the challenge. Okay, so there's 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 a, a couple of things that are probably... So we didn't get to talk about last week's episode. It's probably a couple of things worth talking about. Uh, first is probably the, the elimination from last week. So it was Kaylee and Cam versus Polly and Natalie. And one of the weird things about this season has really been... Uh, because they have chosen to do teams that are all girls, all guys, and mixed guys plus girls, they've had to kind of get a little bit creative with how they balance some of the challenges. Like in in previous seasons, they've they've kind of always had things where like you know, hey, like if there's some challenge where like like you're carrying some heavy thing, like the girls like carry something that's a little bit less heavy, but they've generally been competing against other other uh, like other women who are kind of have are doing the same challenge that they're doing. It got a little bit weird here because it was basically Polly competing directly against Cam. And the challenge was they're both like staked it, like like in the middle of this like pit, like 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 kind of like like sand arena and they had like bungee cords strapped strapped to their back. And the tension on Polly's bungee cords seemed to be significantly higher than the than the tension on on Cam's, which you would like you would expect them to, to have to do some balancing there, but it was like to the point where like basically the challenge is you have to pick up these big puzzle pieces and then like give them to your partner who's like like standing in this cage and they have to assemble this puzzle. And like Polly seems like he's a reasonably in shape dude, uh, but he is he's no killer cam though. He's pretty much not able to get to the cage like at all of these pieces and. Uh, Cam, while she's super athletic and she did a good job on it, like was able to pretty much easily just stand on her own, like where the cage was. Like there was a pretty big imbalance on on some of that stuff. So I, I thought I would at least bring that up. Is like I, I'm not sure how you solve that problem when you have guys competing directly against girls in that way. But it definitely seemed like Cam was able to help with the puzzle, whereas like the other guy was like couldn't even see anything. He yeah. was so far he couldn't get anywhere close. For sure. So th- that was that was that was a little bit weird. Uh, we'll see how they how they handle that as the season goes on. But uh, that was one thing. So this was crazy, Kaylee, right? That was crazy, Kaylee. Who's still in? Took home a W. Yeah, for sure, right. still in. Uh, all all kind all kinds of crazy stuff going on there. And then the other thing to talk about, which kind of got pushed for in in this week's episode, is the Redemption House. So there's really Chris's Chris's favorite thing, the Redemption House, is is back again this season. Uh, So they had, like, the episode where they brought all the Redemption House people back in. Natalie and Polly had just been thrown into the Redemption House and are causing all kinds of problems with people, basically. And um, so they had this Redemption Challenge and... uh, some other big brother people end up getting back into the house, but Natalie and Polly end up getting sent back into the redemption house for more time there. There was eight people in the redemption house, right? Yeah. So there were four teams. Yeah. One team got to go back in the main house. One team got to go back in the redemption house and two teams got eliminated basically. It was and a whole episode. It was, yeah. To eliminate two teams. That four teams were already eliminated. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, the pace of the show is miserable. Yeah. yeah. But it was... So, um, Polly has basically gone, like, scorched earth strategy at this point. And so, 
there's this guy in the house, Brad, and his current girlfriend, Brittany, was in the Redemption house with her ex-boyfriend as her, as her teammate, basically. And now Polly, like, as, as he's leaving the arena, is basically shouting at Brad that, like, Brittany's fucking this other guy. Uh, and, like, Brad's like, ah, oh, like, whatever, whatever. So, like, he's, he's clearly trying to stir up some shit. We'll see how it goes. But he's a whiny little piss baby. Yeah, no, he 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 sucks. Does I, not seem like someone I'd like to hang out with. I would say. I I just this last episode of the challenge is so bad. <laughs> so, so I don't know, man. I thought it was pretty good. Chris, I would say take two weeks off, and then like once more people are off, it'll get to like good challenges. I still think that the the show. This whole Redemption House needs to end. Nah, dude. Redemption House I is love, great. I love the Redemption House. I don't mind the Redemption House. I just don't like the amount of time it's given. My Like my, this whole ass episode, Rob, nothing happened. That's not they true. just the showed House. a Redemption House. It was 50 minutes of Redemption House and one elimination. That was it of the Redemption House. So nothing in the actual house happened. Yeah. Like the people actually have a chance of winning. There was some house no drama. Sc- very little screen time. <laughs> so dumb. Would you describe this as a bottle episode of the challenge? Kind of, yes. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we got this redemption house. Every like three episodes, we're going to spend time with these eight people and only two of them have any chance of winning. <laughs> so you're only going to get this whole, all this time and six of these people are just going to be done. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that it adds a good mechanic to the game, and I think that, I mean, I've, I've said this before, but one of my favorite things about the Redemption House is just watching all the people in there slowly just lose their minds because there's nothing to do in this house and they can't leave. Uh, like, there was this, this like, one of, one, one of the Big Brother people, when they basically said that, like, one of the teams was going to be going back to the Redemption House, she looks terrified. She's like, I can't go back there. I just, like, send me home. I cannot go back to the Redemption House. So I just think that's kind of funny. I but I want to see the I want to see the team challenge and I want to see the elimination. Oh, I, I want to see I want to see the challenge. I don't want to see this other bullshit. Yeah, like I, totally I don't mind it. the drama, but that's not like necessarily why I watch the show. Yeah, and the, I don't. The producers definitely have a different show in mind. That's yeah, all. yeah. That. But yeah, uh, I think the season's going pretty well so far my point of view but yeah are, are bananas and big tones still your favorites uh i mean they're they're looking pretty strong uh i i haven't seen a lot of other teams maybe maybe if Brad, the, maybe if the show actually had all the teams on instead of this redemption house teams <laughs> he would have an opinion on teams i would say brad plus kyle's probably another strong team they're they're, they're looking pretty good chris <laughs> tell me I'm how you sh- really I'm feel shaking my head on this one <laughs> What else have people Redemption been watching? Redemption House for Life. <laughs> uh, Orange is the New Black came back on Monday. So I watched a couple episodes of that. It's pretty good so far. I really just like the ensemble and getting in, like into these people's lives. It's pretty fun. This season five or six? Six. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. I haven't watched since like two or three. Yeah, season two or three like kind of turned me off. I don't know. It just wasn't at... Season one was really good. Yeah, it, uh, it changed. It definitely changed from season one. Like season one was all about Piper, and then yeah, it kind of slowly became about everyone in the prison because everyone else is more interesting than her. Yeah, definitely. Uh, season five was really interesting because they like there was this giant riot, and like the whole spoilers about the the whole season was about this riot. <laughs> That's kind of cool. 
and now season six is about the aftermath of the riot, which is it's like kind of setting up some sort of mystery, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's right. very different than the other seasons. So cool. Who are like the key characters now? Uh, I mean, you still uh, <laughs> Piper's still in it. All right. Um, the I don't remember a lot of people's names to be honest. Red is still a big character. Okay. Um, there's a bunch of black women still are big characters, but I I never remember anyone's names. The uh, Crazy Eyes one. Yeah, sure. Crazy Eyes is definitely a huge character still. All right. Um, uh, the person from American Pie is still a pretty good character. Pretty big character. J- Jason Biggs. <laughs> no, not Jason Biggs. <laughs> he yeah. was the fucking boyfriend. I, the first yeah, no, and they wrote the oh. American Pie person. In There's Oak another American Pie. Yeah, the, yeah. the girl with the red curly the, hair. The red curly hair. <laughs> yeah. I Two American Pie people things. in the show. Yeah. That's why I I'm never gonna make that SOE program. <laughs> <laughs> can't remember anyone's names. Uh, but overall, I mean, I've I've liked the show over like the, the entire run. So. It's pretty good. If you've dropped off, I'm not going to convince you to come back. Yeah. Uh, I found a show called Roast Battle. So y- Roast Battle? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've, I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty good. So obviously they do like the roast of Justin Bieber and the roast of whoever else, right? Um, they started, I guess, two years ago where two comedians get on stage uh, and they just roast each other. So it's like yeah. a it's like a rap battle for stand up. It's exactly what it is. Oh man, is it, yeah. a, is it a reality show? Nah, it's a game show more. So <laughs> competition <laughs> reality. Do yeah. they have like Pusha T and Drake on this? No, they do have a lot of c- celebrities um, that are like judges or seen in the audience of the show. Um, no, but two comedians get on stage. They each give they each get like four jokes to make fun of the other person. And it's like, how deep and scarring can you get <laughs> to make fun of this other person? All right. Um, it seems like they get like a little profile about them before the show, and then they just pick those things out. And they kind of just, how do they really drill in? I mean, you kind of got to know, right? Not really. Y- you see what the comedians start to do, um, and like the jokes they present about that person. Right. So, for example, they know they're a comedian, and so sometimes they'll have jokes that are just like, your com- your comedy sucks. Oh, right. Shit. You know, so you don't, you know, or they they do a lot of race jokes. Um, they do a lot of body jokes, uh, like short, tall, fat, skinny, you know, like they're pretty or they do a lot of jokes about their parents being dead, which is odd. Um, a very odd theme throughout the show, which goes back to like, I wonder the profile they get, which like probably calls out parents alive <laughs> or dead. Crazy. Uh, they're on season three. It just started. Um, yeah, it's well worth the time all right anyone else got anything they want to shout out i was watching uh neon pink is the new black aka glow oh <laughs> uh, yeah pretty pretty good very similar show actually yeah uh actually one of the episodes is like written by jenji kohan so who's that she's the weeds slash orange is the new black lady Ooh. yeah, yeah. so yeah very similar show like it i'm not caught up on it but i've been watching succession on hbo that's been pretty good so far i've been i would definitely recommend checking that out the ringer.com has really gotten into that show yeah for sure yeah i'm ca- i'm caught up on the show yeah i'd say the first two episodes it's like oh man is this really it once you get past that it gets good yeah uh, the old guy reminds me of uh 
Papadelos. Oh, I yeah. also <laughs> looked up if that was Papadelos. Yeah. <laughs> from the commercial. <laughs> I've actually heard Castle Rock is very similar to Secession. Ooh, okay. Like a hmm. small town mystery kind of show. Cool. This isn't a small town mystery, though. Or maybe it's a different show. I've It'd been be watching Castle show. Rock. There's something else that's like <laughs> Castle Rock. <laughs> something else is like Castle Rock? Do you know what it is? No. I've been watching Castle Rock, and I, I've been really enjoying it. HBO does have a new show coming up that's like a small town oh, mystery. Uh, that sharp Objects. Sharp that Objects. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm misfl- uh. All good. <laughs> I thought you were just trying to do a really clever segue to, just, to mention Castle Rock. I was trying to, <laughs> but it didn't work out. Didn't work out. <laughs> Incorrect segue. <laughs> Can't believe they made a sequel to School of Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Castle of Rock. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Was there any uh, show you wanted to reevaluate the rating of? Or, uh, are you good? Oh, well, I was bringing up in a thread today. So somebody posted the top 100, episode, like, 100 episodes of the decade. Ringer.com. The Ringer.com. And one episode like 25 is like Vanderpump Rules. Which yeah. is, and I think I thought that we thought very highly of, but apparently we all put it in the middle tier. <laughs> Uh, I thought the show was pretty enjoyable. Now uh, I don't know if I would put it above where I put it at the time, but like, no official upgrade. No. Did oh. you read what that Vanderpump Rules episode was about? No. This guy named Jax cheats on his girlfriend. It's a. It's the same guy like six seasons ahead of when we watched. Yeah, Jax is. I remember Jax. In, I remember him in the. And they talked about how Jack cheats on people all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> so it, it checks out. Checks out. Uh, we definitely need to do some of the episodes on that list, though, I think. Yeah, we'll check it There's out. There's like a Top Chef. If we ever do Top Chef, like we should definitely just pick what somebody thinks is the best episode of Top Chef. Yeah. It's uh, not 100 reality shows, right? It's just 100 no, it's shows. No, hu- it's 100 TV show, top 100 TV shows of the decade. TV episodes. TV episodes. TV there were episodes. like a handful of reality episodes in there. Oh, there was like, way was more like, than that. It there was, was like, like final, like final episode of Survivor of season one of Survivor. Was there was there. like Jersey Shore was season high. season one episode one. Jersey yeah. Shore, yeah. Like of the hundred episodes, at least like 20, 30 of them were reality shows, and I'm like, that seems questionable, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. There were a lot in there. I think that a lot of them are just kind of based on like what influences today's TV the most mm. and not necessarily the best episodes yeah, it, of it's TV. It's definitely best plus cultural impact. Yeah. It seems more of a cultural yeah. impact list than an actual like, like best list. What are the, what are the episode, 100 episodes of TV in the last decade that people talked about the most? It's it, like, and it also seems yeah. like one show per one episode per show. So you can't have like, well, all the episodes of Breaking Bad are like the top like 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like right. Rule. So, like, you know, if you go by, like, top 100 shows and then you just pick the best one, you there's definitely some reality shows in that for sure. Yeah. But probably not as high up. I probably wouldn't put them nearly as high as they did, but uh, you should definitely check that out. Uh, um, they did have the challenge on the list, though. What number? Uh, it was the finale of Rivals 3 when Bananas took that quarter million dollars from his partner spoilers yeah well. now, what episode of the hundred what oh what it was nine? like four, it was 40 something yeah there you go that is an episode you've told us about it's, it's iconic it is iconic 
All right. Well, uh, you can find us on Facebook.com slash Who Put This On. You can find us on Twitter at Who Put This On. Email us questions and suggestions at Who Put This On at gmail.com. And please rate us on iTunes. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.